You're listening to Making Motherhood with Riley Hitchner and Joanna Ballantyne. Today we are talking about cultivating creative friendships. In this podcast, we are going to talk about a few things that we've done in the past, what we're doing in the future, and give you a couple ideas of how you can do this as well. One thing I really love about Joanna is she is a people connector. You're just really good at connecting people. Do you know this about yourself? I don't. What do you mean? You have always done this. I think so many of the people that I know, I know through you. I like think force when people I... to know each other. <laughs> force friendships? Force. No. <laughs> um, but you're really good at it. And we've done this together in the past. And I think it's one of the most powerful thing in my life the pe- the person that I am today is because of friendships like friendships that I have with you and so many other people that have encouraged and spoken into my life and I just think it's so important and we're looking for people when we're looking for friendships as people that love life love motherhood and creativity we've done this in the past and we want to share a little bit about some of the groups that we've started and what we're doing in the future. Also hopefully give you a couple of ideas of groups that you can start in order to create these really beautiful creative friendships in your life that encourage growth in your motherhood and creativity. Eight years ago, we did this kind of... At this point, I don't think we would do it at this point in Instagram. Mm -mm. No. (laughs) But... It's crazy that we did. Eight years ago, we put out an invitation just for creatives. We were looking for people who wanted to discuss the blend of faith and creativity Mm. at the time. And we had 30 women show up, about 30 women show up the first night to yeah, Joanna's house. We didn't know any of these people. For, no. Well, we maybe knew a handful of them, but we were straight up, here's our yeah. address. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> yeah, we you. were a little, oh, wow, I hope that these people are real. Honestly, that group was such a powerful group. We would meet on a Thursday at lunch. We'd rotate who would bring some food and this yeah. the food was amazing. I still have some yeah. recipes written down still. That Thursday lunch group was an anchor in my week and something that I really looked forward to. Like Joanna said, we pretty much knew I I didn't know anybody except for two or three people. Most of them were brand new faces truly the friendships that came out of that group some of them I've been to their weddings some of them I've been to their births some of them became next door neighbors that we bring each other sugar and butter and all the fun neighbor things some of them I've traveled across the country to introduce our kids to each other and talk on a weekly basis on Marco Polo still it was just such a special group and we would have never known yeah. what we were getting into when we put yeah. that post out And Lord there. knows the connections that happened within the group that we don't yeah. even know about. It was just such a beautiful group. Nobody came with the desire to network for personal gain. Yeah. It was truly such an eagerness just to have these beautiful connections that were about creativity. But then obviously it came became so much more yeah. from that. And I don't even remember what was the gut of the small group. 
like what did we talk about yeah like, we like, didn't have a curriculum did we even, yeah we, we didn't, didn't have we a just... curriculum sometimes we would kind of come with like a word that we specifically like encouraging word that we wanted to share but other times we just ate we just like sat around the table we did break up into smaller groups i think at one point to discuss further things about yeah. either our freelance businesses or, or yeah we kind of just created just our own curriculum around it but it was so powerful as of this month we are starting a group that's a little bit more intimate significantly more intimate <laughs> it's six women we're all we do have creativity in common it's inspired by a group that my friend sarah started she said that she was going through a really hard year she places high value on authenticity and being known in her relationships and during that really hard season she felt really alone in that season she also had clung to the song this story i'll tell by maverick city music and around that same time she had talked to one of our friends natalie who said that she was writing out her story for just the purpose of like healing and processing through it and didn't really have yeah Mm -hmm. but even more more intentional Mm -hmm. i feel like journaling is about your day-to-day but this Mm -hmm. is like uncovering like your full story so my friend Sarah had this idea that we'd meet together and tell our stories. And from that, there would be breakthrough and healing and just like a beautiful friendship. It's truly one of the biggest gifts that somebody could ever give me in a friendship. We met on a weekly basis for six weeks because there were six of us. Each night, one person would share. And so we'd come and we'd have this all typed out. Just a story of your life that includes highs and lows, any details that contribute to who you've become. And so some of us would bring pictures, or everybody brought pictures, but some of us would bring pictures of our grandparents just kind of to give a face with a name. It's like a full presentation, basically. Yeah. Your story. It's like a PowerPoint. And we would share our full stories along with photos. And it was the most beautiful thing. We would sit, we'd share. It would honestly, like, this storytelling itself would take two hours, I feel like. And then we'd we'd have a time for prayer afterwards, and that spent, like, another full hour. The storytelling part was so beautiful because we'd come with these stories. You kind of think that you know the fullness of your friends, and you don't really know until you know a full story. In friendships, you have these times where maybe you've discussed things just over time, but just open the floodgates to just fullness and honesty and rawness. And it was such a beautiful thing. And so I really wanted to do this again and add like a creative element to it. And so the group that we're starting, Joanne and I are starting this month, is going to be each of us telling our stories. And each of those, like I said, you're just having one person share per week. It's such a safe place you make this commitment that Mm -hmm. the stories stay inside of the group. So we will be starting this group with six women. We'll start the group with sharing stories, and then we're going to to continue the group with motherhood uh, creative writing using the book from the last podcast episode, Writing Motherhood. So we'll start the group with sharing our full stories, but then continue to the group with honoring just our day-to-days as mothers today. So there might be prompts of what does your day in the life look like and creatively, beautifully writing out your day in the life or processing through one of your children's birthdays, short stories or essays on your hardest season in motherhood. We have so many ideas of 
prompts that get us to be more awake to the details of our lives, savor those, and then in turn, we're also creating these beautiful keepsakes for our kids and for ourselves. I was reading my birth story on my daughter's third birthday. I was reading her birth story and was just so grateful that I had taken the time to process through all those mm -hmm. details so that I could remember them so much more fully. This is so different than journaling because journaling is more chronological details and facts, but this is actually taking something and kind of like a painting you're seeing reality, but you're adding these like beautiful strokes to them and embellishing or adding like the feeling and the emotion. So that's what we have as a vision for that group. And our intention is just to cultivate gratitude and encourage us to savor this beautiful life that we have. Right. But what does this group have to do with creativity? What are some of the things that can kill a creative soul? It's exhaustion and keeping secrets and trying to manage an image, manage your image, and what can heal it? Honesty, connection, and grace. And I'm really believing that in a group setting like this that we're gonna find so much beautiful connection and honesty with each other and truly encourage each other through our seasons of ups and downs and in that encourage beautiful creativity to come when you have a group of like creatives, there tends to be more emotion or feelers. We see the world a little bit different and we carry burdens a little bit more. With going through a hard season myself at one point, I would say that the part of like keeping things to yourself, like not necessarily secrets, but just keeping things to yourself and not really processing them with people. I think that hinders the body in more ways than we think. And the body really affects the uh, ability to... 100%. Overflow with creativity. So this is something that I wish I was a little bit more intentional about back then. You're about to get mm. more intentional. We're about to process <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> but if you are really desperately needing this kind of creative connection, create the community that you want to be a part of. I just want to encourage that. Like, Take this as your sign to do this yourself. I really love this quote. Draw the art you want to see. Start the business you want to run. Play the music you want to hear. Write the books you want to read. Build the products you want to use. Do the work that you want to see done. This is by Austin Cleon. But let me add, create the community that you want to be a part of. Be the person that starts it. If you don't feel like that's already out there, which honestly, I don't think there are a lot of things like this out there. It's really just individuals starting a group. From what I remember, when we did start that group, that large group eight years ago, we didn't know what to expect. First of all, we didn't realize it was going to be as big as it did, but we just kind of went for it. I think you and I had a conversation a couple times. Next thing you know, it was posted on Instagram and wham, bam. It That's just how started. we do a lot of things. Yeah. That's <laughs> how we started this podcast. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I said, oh, she got the microphone. We're going just for it. Just do it. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I think it's it's just starting it, like being the person that starts it. If you want it, if you want to see this done in your circle, just start it. You might feel like you don't have anybody around you that is creative. And let me encourage you too to open your mind to what creativity is. You might not have people who are bringing income from their art. Mm. But I know so many people who are creatives without doing this as their business. Mm. And that is equally as 
nourishing to be around people that are doing um, things as hobbies, if not more, because there's not financial pressure, there's not business. They're not burnt out. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a really beautiful thing. And if you feel like you don't have even people to reach out to, you might not have the people yet to do an intimate group. But start with the group that is just reaching out to anybody and find those people first. And then maybe you can start something that's more intimate, like a story small group. But I wanted to give a couple of ideas for a group if story group is not where you want to start. First, it could be a book club. And any of the books that I listed in the last podcast would be wonderful to study together. Um, the only one, maybe the Still Like an Artist book might be a little too short to have a whole group about it, but the Writing Motherhood, Life-Giving Artist, and the Artist Way, those are all books that I could definitely see being beautiful books to to start a group on. Another one would be a supper club or a lunch club, a meeting that is purely just to feed your body, feed your soul. And that is it. And Mm -hmm. again, having just this desire just to connect over a meal. So beautiful and simple. And it doesn't have to take a lot of work. And And you don't have to have the perfect house to do it. Yeah. I think that's a big limit that people feel like they can't host or they can't provide an environment that's inspiring for others. But you do not need that. I've been a part of several groups where one would say that it's not the most picture perfect Instagram house, but that truly does not matter especially as someone who's coming in as a what's the opposite of host guest as a guest <laughs> so be encouraged by that because I think that's something that I hear a lot is I can't wait until this part of the house is done or even me I've been renovating our house for two years and things are still not done but I feel like I'm just doing it disservice by not just just do it <laughs> yeah another one would be a late night coffee or a late night dessert sometimes that could be one of the better times to meet. So after everybody puts their kids to bed and then staying up into late hours of the night with your friends, that's just like, mm, yeah, it's so worth it. I've done groups like this all throughout having babies. I've done groups having a newborn and doing groups now obviously is easier with my youngest being three. I barely could leave my babies when they were young and even now nobody sleeps through the night really (laughs) um but they do better without me but it's just so worth it if you can commit six weeks to being a part of a group or something like that like and then maybe after you've established it you can spread it out we're going to be meeting for six weeks and then spreading out to once a month it's it's doable to say I can do this for six weeks and um, and it's worth it. It's so nourishing to you and your family. And lastly, a group idea that I really love that Joanna suggested is a group based on sharing skills. I led a knitting small group and I'm not a professional by any means, but I could at least teach the basic skills. We've had so many ideas where mm, yeah. meeting together in and different creatives, maybe even a different person each week where somebody could teach baking and somebody could teach photography and somebody could teach sewing and somebody could teach oh, knitting. Yes, I totally forgot about. I was a part of this little group as well where 
each week we took turns teaching whatever our craft was. So I remember letterpress making. I was at the time a hairstylist, so I gave a little bit of a lesson on how to do hair kind of either quickly as a mom or um, as wedding professionals at the time. They were all wedding vendors for the most part. Photographers, florists, graphic designers, and we all took turns teaching each other our craft. One of my favorite ones were the florists because we got to go into their little studio and they got to teach us how to make flowers and arrangements and it wasn't anything really intense or official we literally gathered we talked she taught for like a couple minutes and we kind of just went on with our night sometimes you don't need a reason to start conversations but sometimes you need a reason to get out of your house to meet yeah i think it's a lot of fun too because a skill sharing group like that it immediately brings an atmosphere of humility it's a really beautiful thing to bring into a creative friendship because you're not tempted to have this sense of pride that you have everything figured out Mm -hmm. nobody does and starting from a place of we don't know what we're doing we're all new here is really life-giving to the group one more thing that just came to mind not like a scrapbooking club like Mm. from the 90s but a way of keeping family photos together and getting together and just like the accountability Mm. of we're printing our photos we're all gonna like sit around and put them in our photo books together that's a good idea that's that's one that needs high accountability okay we're gonna wrap it up with a quote from edmund lee surround yourself with the dreamers and the doers the believers and the thinkers but most of all surround yourself with those who see greatness within you even when you don't see it yourself. I think that's the value of these groups. We are all these these thinkers and these creatives celebrating each other and um, encouraging each other to do our best work in mothering and creatively. But also there's times where we're going to need people to remind us that there's such a beauty in what we bring to the world and these groups create space for that kind of encouragement and life-giving conversation. Thanks for joining us today. If you resonate with this message and enjoy our conversation, please subscribe. And big shout out to our talented friend Craig Stilly, who wrote and graciously provided our theme song, Bloom.